Hello! Welcome to Why Not Both. My name is Pam Schaefer, and I'm a musician and therapist in Los Angeles. Why Not Both is all about how our multiple passions inform our identity. And this season, we are brought to you by Under the Radar Magazine and produced by Laura Studeris. If you like what you hear, please make sure to like us and subscribe to us on your favorite podcast platform and come spend time with us on social media. We are at WNB the podcast, and that is both on Instagram and on Twitter. For this episode, we were thrilled to get to chat with the wonderful ladies of Iconopop all the way from Stockholm, Sweden to Los Angeles. I hope you enjoy our interview. Well, welcome to Why Not Both. Thank you. Thank you for having us. That was adorably in sync. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we've been a band for a long time, so that happens. <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> so I, it's so funny. In the before times, I used to ask people, like, what do you do and how do you balance the things you do? And now I'm just like, how are you? Um, I think I'm, I'm good. I'm very good. It feels like um, it's been the first time since we started the band that we had the time to be in Sweden and be close to our family for such a long time. So it's been a weird experience to like have a normal life, but <laughs> been, uh, I think it's been very, very good for us. Yeah, and we, uh, we sat down very early on when this happened, when we were still in L.A., Mm -hmm. And we were like, wow, this is something, you know, that we can't control. So the only thing that we can do is to write music uh, and stay positive and try to like connect with our fans and Mm -hmm. in in the way that we still can, even though we can't tour. Right. Um, So, yeah, that's what we've been trying to do. And it's been like, I think we are going to look at this. I mean, when we come out on the other side, we're going to be like, okay, we learned a lot. So, yeah. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) That's an understatement. (laughs) Yes. I learned how to hang my own curtains. I felt very proud of myself. That's Uh, great. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, can't invite anyone else over. Guess I have to sort it out myself. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What? What are the best ways that you found that you are connecting with your fans? Because I was looking at everything that... um, everything you've done really over the years and so much of it has been live that I was like oh wow how do you translate that to this situation yeah I mean usually we tour and we meet our fans and we hug them and we talk to them so Mm -hmm. it's absolutely it's been different but we've been a lot on our social media we've been talking to them uh, on a lot of different channels and we've been doing live streams Oh fun! and we've been doing live shows but online and Mm -hmm. uh, we started this thing called like a rave spa where we have a spa at home um with like robes and sheet masks and then we dj for our fans oh my god because we were like, everyone can join. Everyone can do this right now where we can't go to clubs. And it's been really fun. It's been great. I'm like, can we just, can we definitely take the lesson of rave spa and just do rave spas from now on? Yes, please. Yes. That's something <laughs> that we will keep on doing. You know, like we're definitely going to bring or take rave spa with us. Oh my God. When you were in LA, have you ever been to the Korean spas here? 
We have. <gasps> amazing. You feel like a newborn baby when you come out from the spa. Exactly. Yeah. I was just thinking, it's I was so like, good. combine that. Yes. Mm. <laughs> I mean, everything with spa, I'm in. You don't have to try to convince me. Oh my gosh. That's phenomenal. And I love that you figured out a way to be like, okay, if we're all at home taking care of ourselves, how do we combine that with actually connecting with people? Because I think that it's tricky, um, especially when live streaming to really connect, because otherwise you feel like you're just watching someone do kind of like karaoke. Yeah, totally. Absolutely. Have you found yourselves writing a lot during this time or? Both, yes and no. I think in the beginning, it's been like different periods. In the beginning, it was like you get super stressed because you kind of like realize that it would be a different kind of summer. So like, what would we put our energy mm. on? So we started to make all these live things and and connect with our fans in a different way. But in in a way, it's been very, it's been cool because now we've been writing quite a lot music but mm. it took some time and it's also like usually we find a lot of our inspiration when we travel and now we've been yeah. stuck in a small studio room <laughs> and so it, it, it's definitely been a different way of finding inspiration but I think like now the past like two months we've been writing quite a lot so and the music sounds uh, it's it sounds different it sounds like we've really took our time and like sat down and had the time to think like what do we want to do hmm. yeah and also to experiment because time is something that we usually don't have mm -hmm. um, I know that a lot of our fans been asking like why don't you release an album or like why haven't you and we've just been touring so much and it's so hard to say no to that because we love it so much mm -hmm. uh, so I think this has been really good for us because we had the time to just sit down in the studio, the two of us, like when we started our band mm -hmm. and listen to music and be like, what, where are we right now? And uh, it's because the world has been in a bubble. It's been also kind of easy to not get, you know, we, had, we, we choose to like, okay, when we're in the studio, we're in the studio. Mm -hmm. It was not like we were in a lot of different places doing a lot of different things at the same time. So I think that was also very important. And yeah, it feels really great. Like we just want to share our music now. It, it, feels, it feels awesome. <laughs> That's so cool. I was wondering, I was like, I'm so curious to hear it when it comes out to hear the difference of when you're actually, like you had said, like all of a sudden being back home for the first time, really for an extended period of time that I was like, oh, that would really inform what you're writing so differently than if you do often gain inspiration from being in different locations. Yeah. And also I think now uh, it's going to get darker here in Sweden uh -huh. and we haven't been home during winter season for like, I don't know, 10 years. Oh my God. Um, and I mean, during the winter, it's barely, the sun barely comes out. It's, yeah. it's dark and it's cold and I think that's going to be good for our creativity as well you yeah. know I think we're going to hide in the studio there's no nice beaches or anything else <laughs> it's just like okay let's go to the studio <laughs> I kind of like that feeling like I feel very lucky that obviously LA um, is the opposite 
Um, but I find it distracting sometimes because you're like, oh, I could just go outside and frolic. And like when I was in Reykjavik, even in November, I really liked that feeling of almost like hibernating and going in towards yourself because yeah, I found yeah. myself writing so much when I was there. Absolutely. It feels like Swedish people always reflect a lot during autumn and winter. So maybe that's where all the magic comes from. <laughs> yes. yes, I think so. I think so. Yes. And I mean, obviously, like the mythos of like Norwegian, Swedish and Icelandic writers, everyone's always like, oh, where did they come up with all those ideas? Yeah. Well, have you been there in winter? Well, have you been there? Pitch black. <laughs> yeah. Darkness. Uh-huh. So I think that's the, that's the <laughs> recipe. There you go. That then it's like you have to turn the lights on in your imagination. Otherwise you're like, well, I guess I'm just sitting in the dark. Exactly. Otherwise it's going to be very dark. <laughs> What's it been like getting to just kind of be in, be in your, like, are you in your hometown? Yeah. We're uh, in Stockholm, uh, where mm -hmm. we're from, and we're close to our friends and family. And Stockholm is pretty small, so you can walk or take your bike almost anywhere. So it's been really nice to be able to, like, after a studio session, be able to meet up with a friend or mm -hmm. go home and, like, cook food with your family it's something that we never ever do oh my gosh I'm like have you discovered new recipes yes <laughs> yes and no um uh, we um I mean because I used to be pretty good at cooking but then we started touring so much uh, and we lived without a kitchen for so long that I kind of lost it so now it's been it's coming back it's good. There we go. There we go. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's what I was thinking is that when you're touring, you're not making any food. And so I was like, oh, I'd imagine there'd be a few really interesting experiments that occurred. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Have either of you picked up any new interest during kind of like, I guess my friends have been calling it quarantines, where it's like, since we're all here, we might as well discover new things that we like. Um, I've been starting to do some hot yoga mm. and also play, do you call it pa paddle? Do you know what that is? Like, uh, like table tennis? And no, it's kind of like tennis, but it's with a, it's with like, it's super popular right now. It's like with, um, how do you call it? Is it, you like, know what? It's, it's similar to tennis. Is it, yeah, it's a, do, you, do you hit a ball or do you hit like a little... Um, you hit a tennis ball. Oh, like it's, paddle tennis? I'm going to see on Google Translator here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I think it's called paddle. Paddle, yeah. Paddle tennis, yeah. Oh. Paddle tennis. Yes, yes. So that's been fun. Um, yeah. And also just being like, I mean, to be honest, it was a little bit shocking when we first got to Sweden and realized that we didn't have any hobbies because our hobbies is what I mean we work with our biggest hobby right uh so we were like oh because we never have time I mean of course we love uh, doing outdoor activities when we have time over or like we love food and travel and stuff like that but just when you're back in your hometown and like you're like, okay, so today I'm not going to work. I'm going to try to focus my mind on something else. But what do I do? Like, hey, what do I like? Time. 
for me to get into that but mm. it's it's been uh, it's been really I think it's been so healthy to be honest yeah and also it really makes you appreciate stuff and just yearning to get back like on stage and I mean when you travel too much sometimes you can be like oh I just want to be home but now I'm like I can't wait to get on a plane (laughs) get through security check like all those things that I normally just like oh I don't want to do security check but yeah now I would do it in in a heartbeat that's so yeah. like oh I'm feeling nostalgic for passport control <laughs> yes like I wouldn't complain standing in a line you know I I would do it <laughs> that's so funny I'm thinking of my favorite airport sandwiches right now and I'm like okay yeah I'm I'm with you on that <laughs> yes those little things they're like the most comforting things you're just like yeah. All right, I know where to find the best ones at different airports I'm gonna save it for the flight it's gonna be great <laughs> Yeah, exactly. (laughs) What are some of the things that you discovered that you actually did like to do now that you had the time to do them? Uh, Well, I've been reading more than I usually do because we travel a lot, but then I listen to podcasts and stuff. Mm -hmm. But home here, I've been reading and also just like fixing stuff in my home, <laughs> being <Yes>. handy um, <laughs> or pretending to be. But yeah, one thing that I miss though is gardening because in mm. LA we have a big garden. So every mm. time uh, we have some time over, it's so easy to just be like, oh, okay, I can plant a little flower or something like that. Yeah. That I miss a lot. Oh, But soon, thinking- when we get back. Yeah, I literally, I had the thought, I was like, oh no, is someone helping your garden while you're away? (laughs) Yes, we have friends taking care of it, so that's great. (laughs) There's my primary concern, as you can tell, I'm like clearly a very (laughs) sensitive person. I'm like, oh no, the plants. (laughs) Yeah, no, they're alive. They're alive, so that's good. Yay. I was like, oh my gosh, and hot yoga, I'm curious. I was just like, because I've, I've gone to hot yoga in LA, but I didn't know that it was as popular elsewhere. No, not me either. And I usually like to do yoga in like a normal room. <laughs> it's so sweaty. It gets sweaty anyway. Yep. But I just tried it out because it's been, I mean, even though we've been home it's been super super stressful we've been having so much to do because you're constantly connected you're constantly holding your phone and talking to people answering so it's it's been very stressful and hectic for us so I just like needed to shock myself so I went and did some hot yoga and got so tired after that and just brought it into my life but I've only tried it like three times, so I'm very, very <laughs> new with it. And I don't know, I I think I love it, but I'm not sure about it. I think I'm going to go back to old yoga soon. <laughs> but I just some- need something fresh and new. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, that sounds amazing that it kind of, you spoke to something that I think is really important that like in a way, since the only way that we can connect is over our phones, it's it's stressful to be like constantly connected though. Right. Yeah. It's, it's in, I didn't realize how much work it it's it's behind like staying online constantly but yeah it's been um it's been very different yeah (laughs) Yeah. I mean when you're touring 
you're constantly going to new fun places and you share it and it's so easy it's just something you do and it happens Mm -hmm. but when you're sitting in an apartment and in a lot of places in the world it's been total lockdown here in Sweden it's been a little bit more open so you've been able to like walk on the streets and stuff like that but in the beginning when we got here was still you know you were basically just in your apartment Mm -hmm. that's when when it gets a little bit more tricky because you have to create content and you have to like okay yeah (laughs) what are we gonna share with our fans today and I think that was also um something that we learned that I mean it doesn't have to be cool and flashy all the time it's like just being there talking about normal stuff and and share and dare to be vulnerable that that was that was enough you know um so yeah that worked out fine as well I love that about like just being vulnerable and being present is what really connects with people because I think that in a way like the kind of like the veneer of social media has has changed. (laughs) Like, I think everyone wanted to be like really polished in a way before and like be quote real, but like now people are like really real. (laughs) Absolutely. People are more forgiving in a way that, you know, everyone is just happy if someone releases a music video, even though it's shot in your kitchen that makes it even more like, wow, you did it. Well done. (laughs) Um, So, and before it was not like that. So it's, it's really, yeah, it's cool to see how, I mean, people adapt pretty quickly. Uh, So, and I think what we talked about was because we released music and we were able to record a music video during this time. And the song that we released is a proper dance club, like get together with your friends kind of party song. Yeah. And first people were like, but should we really release that song now? Like now when people can't go to clubs and we were just like, yes, because people need it. They need like a a good, happy song right now, even though they're going to be dancing in their living rooms. It's still we felt that the world needed some good energy. I love that. I was just like, in my mind, I was just like, well, yeah, it's the soundtrack to the rave spa. Yes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> love that. That's, exact, that's exactly what it was. <laughs> well, and when things are really, you know, worldwide, everything's been up and down and dark and weird. It's like, it's nice to have something that alleviates that just a little bit and I think it's okay to forget that things are dark and weird for a moment yes definitely keep your hopes up and just try to stay positive yes oh I was like I love that (laughs) yeah it's important I mean because I know that also I mean of course we've been having our days where it's been dark and we're just like oh how long is it gonna be like this and it feels like it's just things happen in the world and it's just it's chaos but then yeah then you just have to stay positive yeah that's the only thing that you can do or try I was gonna say like do your best and on some days you're like well I got a c plus and that's okay (laughs) at least I tried you know exactly (laughs) 
Have you been able to collaborate long distance? Like I know that I've at least been doing that and several other artists I've been talking to have said that it's been really fun being able to, because you can't be in the studio with someone, at least be able to collaborate long distance and it's opened up new ideas. Yeah, we've been, um, we're actually going to release a collaboration very soon. Ooh. And we've been collaborating we even have a Zoom session tomorrow <gasps> in the studio. Uh, so it works. I mean, because obviously the internet <laughs> and, and everything makes it kind of easy. Um, so it works. It's just a little bit, you have to get used to it. I found it pretty hard in the beginning because uh, we've been talking about it that for us, writing is so it's the energy in the room you go in yeah. and you're like talking to each other and you're just like there's something in the room it's an energy that you can feel but yeah, when you totally. do it online it's so hard to connect with that sometimes so it's yeah it's, it takes a while to get into but at least we have each other you know true very true yeah those conversations usually right before you write a song are the most fun. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> have either of you listened to the podcast and the writer is? Yes. No, you have, right? I haven't, but I, you've been recommending it to me. Yeah, I've been listening to like all the episodes. I think it's really fun and interesting to just hear how songs came about and the story because it's never what you thought and people's journey but it's fun because they always talk about you know it's the conversations before that that always makes a difference it's like that's where the little embryo to the song were born so it's it's cool yeah I love it because I think you're right it's all about the connection between creators and if you I don't know. I guess in my experience, at least when I know the person really well, I can either send files back and forth or one of my friends discovered a platform where you can actually stream like what you're doing on your computer, but then your friend can hear it. So like when he's mixing my stuff, I can hear what he's doing on my monitors. And it's like, it blows my mind every time. Yeah. Wow. That's very high tech. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's so cool. Like we even, we managed to build like a new live set. Uh, but yeah it it feels like um, it's important to be able to collaborate Um, or I mean you have to choose your ways but uh, we've been uh, choosing to collaborate with people that we met before Mm -hmm. to start with Mm -hmm. uh, because that makes it a little bit easier to get into the whole thing yeah and when you do zoom writing sessions are you like are you bringing stuff into session that you have like little bits that you've already written or are you like starting from scratch like what's that like it's uh, i think it's always different tomorrow we're gonna um, write a song that me and caroline started uh, and we just kind of needed some help with you know when you lose um you kind of have to just give some more energy to the song. So tomorrow yeah. it's a song that we wrote, but otherwise uh, it's always different. That is, yeah. I find that sometimes going in with like a blank slate can be fun, but like you said, that sometimes you're working on a song and it just 
you don't hit a wall, but you sort of hit a point where you're like, oh, I think that someone yeah, else is depending yeah. on this. Yeah, sometimes you just like, I mean, sometimes it's easy to finish a song, but sometimes it's like, okay, we've been, we don't really get it over the finish line. Maybe we can bring a friend in to, um, to get a new perspective on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, I think that's a fun way of, of finishing up. I mean, it's always fun to start songs, but I hate to finish them. <laughs> oh, that's so relatable. <laughs> yeah. When you first start writing, you're like, this is the best idea I've ever had. And then halfway through, you're like, maybe I should have another best idea I've ever had. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I think we can all relate. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And that's, I am glad that you're writing with people that you're already familiar with. So you at least can kind of like hold on to some of that energy that you would have in the room. Yeah, absolutely. Makes it so much easier. Yeah. Cause I think sometimes songwriting feels like a weird, like blind date where all of a sudden you're in a room with someone and you're like, so we're supposed to create something, but I don't know you. When you're in Stockholm, like, do you have a home studio that you work out of, or is there a particular studio that you like recording in? Uh, well, we have the studio we kind of started in, um, or where we wrote our first song as Icona Path. So we usually go there, but now we're looking for a new one Ooh. as well to kind of like have our own little secret spot where we can DJ and don't have to care about time and all of that uh, so yeah we do it's it, it's very nice and humble oh is that where the rave spa happens yes yep. that's where the rave spa happens <laughs> because it's a little bit hard to have the rave spa in the apartment now when yeah. the, we don't live in a house in Stockholm so the neighbors it's might so- not be excited about the rave spa (laughs) yeah it was like non-consensual rave spa (laughs) exactly (laughs) that makes total sense to have like a super secret lovely spot where you can have it yeah oh my goodness and that's when fans do connect with you like what kind of feedback have you been getting from people in regards to the music you've put out in the rave spa and things like that like what have people been saying to you We've been having such an amazing musical year. It feels like we've gotten out more music than we've had in years. And uh, also with the rave, people are loving it. And also with the rave spa, it feels like people kind of love the fact that you can actually see an artist without makeup and just like (laughs) hanging out. It feels like they're hanging out in our living room and we're just like playing songs with them. Some people think we're crazy. Some people laugh, but also like they always get the time to ask questions. So during our DJs, they can like ask whatever they want to and we can answer um, as much as uh, you have time with. But um, I think it's been a great way of connecting with, people because it's more like hanging out and not us being the big artist and then the fans it's been like hang yeah hanging out yeah yeah absolutely and I think when we've been releasing music it's also been much more on our own social media platforms because usually we you know we go to like 
a bunch of different states you do radio promo yeah or like travel the world to do promo but now we can't so uh, we've been trying to focus on like talking to our fans about the songs that we release how they came about Mm -hmm. what they mean to us and what they've been doing listening to the song so it's been yeah for us and our connection with the fans we've been having a really good time that's so cool because yeah when you go to see an artist like there's kind of that distance between artist and audience exactly and now it's so personal (laughs) yeah I mean can you imagine when like way back when huge bands or artists like the Rolling Stones they were on tour and they had to like stop at different little places to call in to the label to see if they had a fax or if some you know <laughs> yeah. like it was so different can you imagine right. the time they had uh of just no one could reach them they could just sit there and write music or drink or whatever they were doing but now you're constantly connected like you can always answer emails or you can always do stuff so it's really different I think that's why it's so important to sometimes be like when you go into the studio you just turn off your phone and yeah you're in there because you get used to always like checking if someone's been trying to reach you and of course and that it's sometimes not or it's not good for you yeah, like having having the connection and being able to be available to people is really cool. Um, but it's also good to know when to not so that you can actually tune in. Like I, I personally, at least like I fling my phone into kind of like airplane do not disturb. But then I find since I'm so used to checking it, like one time I was writing and I found myself like scrolling my own camera roll. <laughs> like I was like, what am I yes. doing? I'm like I'm looking at my own pictures. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That happens a lot. like yeah no it's it's crazy but yeah it's the good thing is that now I think you can really invite your fans and they can be a part of your world in a different way like they can see how it even looks like in a tour bus or in your home or in your wherever you are and uh, before it was more like you could only see them on stage or you could get a glimpse of them in real life if you were close enough but now you can really invite them to be a part of your world. Yeah, and I like that. It it gives like, I don't know, and then you can determine how personal the connection is where you're like, this is what, you know, this is kind of my private life, but then this is like my private life that I can share with you, which is really cool. Yeah. I, I still am just like, take me back to the rave spa. Like, I think that's <laughs> going to be my mantra for the rest of quarantines. Yes. Please <laughs> join us. Join us. Watch our next rave spa. Yes. I was like, how often are you doing the rave spa and when's the next one? Uh, I think the next one, I, we haven't really decided day, but usually we do it on Fridays. And now it's been a couple of weeks without rave spa because we've been uh, having to uh, write some music. But uh, we'll definitely start with it soon again. Yes, very soon. We'll keep you we'll updated, you know. Yay! Yeah, I was like, I don't want it to come at the expense of new music because I was like, finally <laughs> have time to be in the studio. <laughs> exactly. We need to focus on that one. But 
Oh my gosh. Yeah. Cause I think that also people, when they, when they ask artists like, Oh, well, why haven't you released things? And you're like, did you notice I was on tour for the last like four years? Exactly. <laughs> yes. Yes, exactly. Um, I thought it was wild. I was listening to an interview with um, Phineas, Billie Eilish's brother, and he was recording music while they were on tour. And I was so impressed by that. But also I was like, buddy, do you sleep ever? Are you okay? <laughs> like, yeah, that's yeah, hard. I mean, that's hard. And I think it works if you don't have too much promo to do. Mm. But like, otherwise it's, I think it's so hard to sometimes jump in and out of promo and then one hour back in the studio and then, you know, like, but it's very, the good thing with having a studio in your tour bus is that you get so much inspiration on tour. Mm -hmm. Like we usually mm -hmm. record little voice memos and uh, write a lot of lyrics just mm -hmm. like in different notebooks on tour. And then when we go into the studio, that's when we pick all of those ideas up. Yes. Yes. Because it's just, yeah, you, you get so much. Totally. Yeah. And all that inspiration of travel and all the people you're interacting with, that even though it, it can be kind of disorienting at times, it's very inspiring. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Now, it's funny because I was thinking about what you were saying about sharing and being vulnerable. And I think that a lot of people used to kind of mythologize being on tour and being an artist. And now it's so different. Mm, it is. Absolutely. And it, it's been changing so much the past 10 years. I mean, before it was just Facebook and that was stressful. And now we have like Instagram, TikTok and Twitter. And it feels like it's popping up constantly more and more stuff. So I'm very impressed with everyone that's working in the same business as or similar businesses as we do. And you constantly have to like, like, oh, I haven't put anything up there. I need to do that. And, but it's also, it's super fun because you, you get to see so much yeah. Just from sitting in your living room, you like know everything <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. about everyone. <laughs> There's exactly. no privacy. <laughs> and now you can also like, you can record a whole album. Uh, you can reach out, like you can reach people in different parts of the world in a way that you couldn't do before. Before yeah. you were more depending on like going into a real studio, having a camera team, recording a video in a certain way but now it's like there's so much you can do DIY and it's it's fun because it's like no limits to exactly. the creative process it's just yeah you can do what you want to you just have to be very creative <laughs> <laughs> well and in a way like you said there's so much that you can absorb just from your living room and so it's like one I feel almost like there's like a fire hose of creativity and so after a while I'm sometimes like whoa oh my god too much um but that it also means that you can seek people out to collaborate with that you might not have met otherwise or might not have discovered otherwise yeah absolutely yeah I was curious, I'm like, are you allowed to say who you're working with? And if you aren't, that's okay. <laughs> well, uh, well, right now, I think our next single is going to be with Sophie Tucker. Um, so I'm super excited. We're really good friends and uh, we met them in LA and had a lot of fun. So we thought it was time to do something together. <gasps> I just made tiny plotting hands. You can't see them. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> like, yes, I love that. <laughs> no, it's going to be so fun to release it. It feels really good. Yay. I'm excited to hear it. Coming out soon. <laughs> yes. Are there any artists that you've discovered, like, kind of while on lockdown, I guess, um, that you hadn't heard before? Um, hmm. No, I mean, actually, we were talking about that the other day, that we've been listening to so much old music and new music, but, um, and a lot of, like, spa music and just, like, maybe not. I don't think I've found any new artists in that way mm -hmm. uh but what i really appreciate though is those lists that you can just listen through when it comes new music because sometimes it's hard to know like okay who should i search for yeah now when it's like friday and then you have all these lists just with so many different kinds of music um where it's where you can discover people that you've never would have listened to otherwise or maybe a new genre mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. which is also so fun you're like wow what's this and then you realize oh this is a band from like a part in france that i have never even been to and uh yeah it's i love that that's so much fun Yeah, I really like occasionally I'll go down like Instagram holes where you kind of like look at the like people that are recommended when you're on an artist page and then like see who's recommended from there. And then like, I'm like, oh, are they musicians? Are they makeup artists? Like, what do they do? Um, and so I'll just kind of go through like recommended lists and be like, oh, who's who's connected to them? <laughs> like, yeah. Oh. Yeah. And I'll kind I of think like, that's really really good before we used to be a lot on like music blogs before mm -hmm. like you know spotify and instagram yeah it was more like you had some blogs that you always you were watching it because yes. that's where you could find the new stuff yes but now it's so easy to like it's more it's so easy to find it if you just go in and you start searching and then similar bands and then yeah so it's it's cool that's funny. I was like reliving the days of like refreshing line of best fit to be like, who have they reviewed today? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Love the, the line of best fit. So good. Like shout out to them. Love them. <laughs> yes. Still love them. Love them before. Love Still them. love them. <laughs> yeah. What advice, I guess, would you give to artists and even listeners during this time? Because it is such an unusual time for creativity. Mm, good question really good question <laughs> I think maybe to take this because what we talked about was that when this happened we were like okay now we have this time that we will never have so we have to write so much music and we have to do all this it's almost became like a huge pressure to just yeah deliver and then we were like wait okay now we did it again. Let's <laughs> reverse and let's have fun. Let's take the time to really dig in and nerd, be nerdy and just like yes. really try to have fun in a way that if you have too much to do, you might not have the time to just like sit and listen to 
weird music for eight hours. <laughs> so I, I would say my tip would be to like really just give yourself time to get inspired. Mm. To, That's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. And not just be like, okay, now I have to really, maybe you will write music, but it will take a little bit longer, but mm-hmm. you will find new ways or, you know, you can find awesome stuff, but you just let it take some time, even though you're home and you have the time. I love yeah, that. And also it's it's um, important to remember that it's super important to get bored sometimes because that's usually where you find a lot of uh, inspiration to write more music. Yeah. Uh, so for us, it's been like, we've been having to, because we always get feeded by so many new places, new people, and you're always writing about the same thing. And now it's like, okay, nothing is going on in my life. What should I write about? And suddenly like new things come up in your head. Mm. <laughs> so yeah, get bored is very important. Yeah. Music. That's such a brilliant way of putting that. <laughs> <laughs> Boredom, the go and get needs bored. your inspiration force. Go be bored. Go forth. <laughs> go. <laughs> Crazy, right? Well, and I think people accidentally think that boredom is dull, but that is where the ideas come from because no one likes to just yeah. sit and like not think about stuff. You always have stuff no. like back of your mind. Exactly. Always. Yeah, and I think also like I mean, if you look at kids and sometimes they're like, oh, I don't know what to do. And, but then they go out and they just sit there and then something happens. They start mm-hmm. building something or they, you know, they, it's just that little thing. It happens. It comes from your brain and you just like, I think that's the beauty of it. It's if you just let yourself get a little bit bored, then your brain will start working even harder. No, I think that idea of almost returning to that childlike state, because I certainly remember that, like being in my parents' backyard and just being like, cool, I guess it's, uh, I guess I have to figure out something to do here. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> it's super important. I think as well today for like kids to maybe not just be like sitting in front of a cell phone or a computer or a TV all the time it's so important to just go out and do nothing yes <laughs> come up with little adventures and stuff and I think it's like we we're talking about of you know kind of turning your phone off when you're in the studio so your mind does have to wander into those weird little corners so that it doesn't get distracted or that it doesn't get kind of like pacified by looking at your phone yeah absolutely like, okay, so life advice, throw your phone in the sea, go get bored. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the best advice ever. <laughs> I really appreciate both of you taking the time and I want to be mindful because I know that time difference wise, it is later in the evening there. <laughs> well, thank you for having us. It was yeah. such a nice conversation and yeah. hopefully we will meet you in real life someday yes. when this is when it's possible. <laughs> I was going to say, when you are back in LA, um, I'm absolutely happy to. In the meantime, you can join us on Rave Spa. <gasps> oh, I'm so excited. Well, thank, well, thank you, you so much for having us. Oh and, my God. Uh, 
And yeah, hopefully see you in the future. Thank you again for listening to this episode of Why Not Both. If you liked what you heard, please make sure to like us and subscribe to us on your preferred podcast platform. You can also come hang out with us on social media. We are at WNB the podcast, both on Instagram and on Twitter. This season, we are brought to you by Under the Radar magazine. Under the Radar is a nationally distributed print, music, and entertainment magazine and website. You can find them at www.undertheradarmag.com and feel free to support them on Patreon. Extra special thanks to our producer, Laura Studeris, who is literally a rock star. Thanks again, and I look forward to seeing you next episode.